This is Louie. This is Edwin. Welcome back to another episode of Comically Imbalanced, episode 21. And we got our, we got a very special guest with us, uh, our friend Tristan from New York. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm all right. How about yourself, guys? Hot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hot in this room. It's hot and, hot and rainy at the same time, man. It's, it's a whole wet, hot mess. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, same out here. When it gets muggy over here, it's, it gets... It's gross. It's like yeah. it's like walking around with a big with a big fat guy on your back the whole time. <laughs> so Tristan, uh, tell us tell us about yourself. Yeah, sure. Uh, so my name is Tristan, as everyone said. Uh, I'm a big fan of pop culture. Uh, this is my first ever podcast that I've been doing. I was originally going to start a podcast of my own, but I realized that you know I just didn't want to do something that didn't have a visual. So I'm actually trying to get uh, a YouTube channel off the ground tonight. I did a couple of videos, so like that's something I've been meaning to do for a while. You know, just been making excuses of not to do it. So now yeah, yeah. Talk that stuff out there, get it out there. Yeah, that's usually how it starts out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like my videos look super janky right now. You know, I've never edited a video, but I'm just like, I, I need to do it. So it's not like you know overthinking everything. Yeah, it's like discouraging at first because you know it's it's a little overwhelming. Like I've never done this shit before. But yeah, like, exactly. Trial and error, man. Yeah, I was just like, just like even and like honestly, when I just started doing it, like certain things, I mean, like again, it's not perfect. But I was just like, oh, like doing it in iMovie, getting the intros. Like I was just like, a lot of this was a lot easier than I was making it out to be. So I'm just like, the videos are there, they're a little rough, but hey, they can only go up. Like they can't like down in quality yeah right yeah that's that's a good um mentality of it i mean when we started we were just like let's just let's just do it because we were thinking about it for a while I, I literally like our first sit down for an episode was the it was kind of just me and him and his his apartment staring at each other and like writing things on paper coming up with the name was pretty funny too yeah right it was like yeah i did like 20 takes of a video where i was just like in my head i'm like i know what i want to say and then you know you get on the video you're like oh crap like i just messed up yeah i mean we don't script any of this so we have like an outline and when there's a you know obviously when there's a guest like as you know we, we send you the the outline so you have like somewhat of an idea of like yeah, what we're gonna talk about shit. and stuff um, but i mean we we can't i can't script anything like with when it comes to like doing the podcast itself like it would it would be counterproductive because I can read pretty well, but if it's a scripted and then we're recording, it's just gonna get worse, you know. Yeah. I have to kind yeah, of free no, ball I hear out a little it. bit. That's like you're reading a book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's not fun for anyone. No one wants to hear me read a book. Alrighty, man. Uh, I mean, uh, so so first thing that that uh, you know that we we you know first recent news is uh, Annabelle and excuse me, correct me if I'm wrong here. Annabelle comes home, right? Yep. Um. So is that what's the actual like name of the um I don't know if it's like horror universe you know how like they have the MCU oh, yeah. and they have like what's yeah, the actual so, name uh, of that Yeah does yeah, it so, even have a uh, name Yeah it's the Conjuring universe and like funny aside it's like that's literally like one of my videos that I'm uploading tonight is my review of Annabelle so yeah But yeah I'm like obsessed with the Conjuring universe Really Yeah Yeah I saw I saw the first one and I was like, all right, this is this is pretty decent. Um, uh, I'm interested because like they just keep pumping out movies and movies. 
Yeah, so like varying degrees. Like some of them are kind of worse than others. Yeah, like there was that one, uh, the Spanish one with the she's like a witch oh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, La Llorona. That that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is so that one's that one's part of the uh, the universe. Yeah. Yeah, it's a part of the universe. Um, at first, they didn't want it to be a part of the universe. It was going to be its own thing, but then they were just like, you know, let's just do it. And, like, in the movie, there's just, like, a very lame reference to Annabelle that you just see for, like, a second. And that's, like, the connection right there. So it sounds like Annabelle's, like, because they have Annabelle creation as well. So is she, is she yeah. like, the, uh, I guess, is she, like, the Iron Man of this universe? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is yeah, that, so, is that... So like the first movie it starts off like the first 15 minutes you kind of get your intro to Annabelle and like it was very well done and like they just don't talk about Annabelle ever again so they were just like yo a lot of people like responded to Annabelle for that brief 15 minutes so obviously in Hollywood they're just like you know let's just sequel the hell out of it so they made the first Annabelle and that was a little uh, and then they made Annabelle you know, Creation, which is really good, and now they're doing Annabelle uh, Comes Home, which I thought was pretty decent as well. Was the not not to veer away from it, was the nun part of that? The nun's one of those. I think right? the nuns the yeah, nun was yeah, part the of it. Part She's of like that, before yeah, the, nun, the nun character actually shows up in uh, the Conjuring, I want to say two, and then they made a movie about the nun. Okay, so. And for someone, um, I, I'm gonna, you're gonna. I don't want to make you sound like a uh, uh, a sponsor, uh, but someone, <laughs> someone who's going in, um, example, like would you, would you recommend someone to start? Would you recommend someone to watch the the movies from example, like with Star Wars four episode four, right? Chronologically, chronologically, or through the timeline, because I know they those movies jump around. Yeah. Yeah, they jump around, and it's it's not as like since you grow up the MCU, like you know how, or even Star Wars, like you can know, watch more of these or watch them chronological. I would I would recommend watching them in the way they came out, only because if you try to watch them, I I guess you could probably get away watching them chronologically. But <laughs> the thing is, is that they introduce these characters, and then uh, what that they kind of do the movies to kind of prequelize them. And, like, for The Nun, for instance, like, without The Conjuring 2, like, if you watch The Nun first, which, uh, like, sorry, like, The Nun is a terrible movie, but if you watch The Nun first, like, you're not really getting that strong aspect of, like, why she's such a threat in The Conjuring 2. Because, like, even though it's a prequel, uh, The Nun's a prequel to The Conjuring 2, it really has, like, nothing to do with how The Nun reacts in the second movie. So it's just... It takes away, uh, like, it takes away yeah, like that exactly. Darth as Luke's away. father thing away, right? Yeah. So yeah, you, exactly. okay, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Um. So what is there? Um. Do you think? What do you think they? What do you think they got lined up next after Annabelle? Um. So after Annabelle, I, I think it's the Conjuring Three. There is a, a spirit in there, and uh, Annabelle comes home that they spend a bit of time on and the rumor mill is like that's going to be the focus of this third movie they're going to have the main um, character the warrants kind of deal with that spirit is that feeling like it's going to cap it off or you think they'll keep going with it oh no they're going to keep going with it i mean as long as these movies keep making money like they're going to milk it right i well that's so easy yeah that's i mean at the same time that's so easy to do though like you could just be like hey you know 
this pop figure, uh, uh, someone committed suicide while holding this pop figure. <laughs> you know, now that now that pop figure is is haunting uh, that's entertainment. You know, <laughs> oh, Jesus. A prison inmate used to bounce this ball, and he died bouncing it. Yeah, this he died bouncing it or something like. You'll he was killed with ball. the ball, and now, <laughs> yeah, now a demon ball like person is haunting the prison or something like that. We should write one now. That's perfect. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll crank out a script real the quick. Ball. The ball. The ball. Do Do you think that they uh, have an overlining like outline? Like, is like another spirit trying to collect all the spirits to does make it, does an, it feel well planned out? Spirit or something like that. It's, Jesus Christ! You know, like, do you think that they're trying to like? Uh, do you think Do you think there's an overlying plot? I guess between the movies. Um, I I think. Yes and no. I, I say uh, yes, but like they, they clearly know what they're doing because now that they've done so many, like they have an outline of like where they want this universe to go to, but it's not as strong as MCU. Like you know where Kevin Feige's like the guy, and he basically has this map and gives it to the directors and the writers, and they have to like fall into their, that map and do their own thing. The Conjuring it has like a lot of like directors coming in and out and. Um, a lot of things can cut up on the fly, like Annabelle was successful, so they did that. Like the nun was scary for the movie they introduced her in. But like to answer your question, I think they have like ideas where they want to go. But if something is like you know like a spirit pops up and there's like a lot of social media buzz of like oh man like that scared me I want to like know more about that they're gonna make a movie of it just because right. like they want to ride that wave and that's what they did with the nun. Like the nun was in the contract queue for like ten minutes. And then got so much buzz, and they were like, hey, like we can make a movie out of this. But I don't think that movie was like a hard plan, or maybe they had an idea for the nun, and they were just trying to like form a plot, make a plot out of it. Felt, you know, it felt like the game was afoot, yeah. Because I re- <laughs> that's what I say when they do this when they have like a little plot point that people gravitate towards, and then they just suck the milk and the life out of it. I say the game yeah. is afoot because I mean, that's it's not it's much like <laughs> what have you seen, uh, Louis? Of what, like any of the Conjuring? Yeah, none of it. I, I mean, like it's trainers. not really much of a spoiler, but so and uh, Tristan, correct me if I'm wrong because I've only watched the first one. But the, um, spoilers ahead. So it's not really much of a spoiler because it's like no knowledge, but yeah. it follows uh, a couple. Most for the first Conjuring, and I don't know, I don't know about the second one, but the main characters in the first Conjuring, the movie follows a couple that they're like professional Patrick Wilson, ghost right? hunters or something. I don't right. know. And um, so they have this room and um, they have this room in their house and it's full of all like the most demonic things that they can have that that's in the world that they've discovered in their adventures as ghost hunters or whatever like that. That's a good idea. And it's like looking, I remember looking at that room and it's like, wow, that's just a room full of sequels. You know, like... Just a whole room just full of spinoffs. Well, they tried that with uh, with the mummy there. Look where that led them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. I so mean, you could just pick an like, object in that room and just be like, "Hey, what's up with that? What's you know? What's up with that missing tile?" And then it's like the the haunting of the missing tile. What's like, this? What's this chandelier doing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Like when you see Annabelle uh, come home, like they go into that room. And obviously, Annabelle's already been hit, but like there, they show a lot of other things. And for the most part, the movie like deals with every uh, demonic figure that is shown. But you could tell like 
there's definitely ways they could milk those characters and make spin-off Bill Trump. So, like, as long as this money train keeps happening, they're going to pick those things. And, like, they could, they could like, like you said before, they could literally add anything into that room and just be like, yo, like, you guys like this? We're going to make a movie. <laughs> yeah. They can yeah. make a story about kicking the dead horse because it's probably demonic and possessed and it's the, ha- the story. It, it's the, the haunting of the dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> you kicked the life out of it and um, it came back and took us for a ride. It's Bloomhouse that that does the, the production company, right? Sorry? Is it Bloomhouse? It's Bloomhouse that does the production company, right? I, I, I want to say, yeah, I think I think it is. Because I know Bloomhouse is killing it. Like, with all their horror stuff. I hope it's not them because um, I'm a big fan of Bloomhouse movies. And then you, yeah, you swayed me, Blumhouse. but then... I came back. Yeah, they're a mixed bag, honestly. Well, I, I love Happy Death. Even though people say, even people like hated Happy Death Day, I loved Happy Death Day because it was so bad. No, the first Happy Death Day was really good. The second one, like they tried to make it like basically Back to the Future, and I was like, I, I really don't oh. like when horror movies start off as horror and then they try to do like the whole comedy horror thing in the sequel. I'm just like, take take a genre. Don't try to change stuff because that's what I didn't like about Happy Death Day 2 like they just changed the atmosphere of that movie and I was just like alright now it's something completely different so they're like making fun of their own basically creation yeah exactly was it the second one was more comedic right that was the whole thing with that one yeah I don't know man what was that what was that other one uh, Truth or Dare right yeah <laughs> Truth or Dare oh god that looked silly yeah. Um, have you ever watched? Do you have Hulu? Sorry, did I ever watch what? Do you have Hulu? Yeah, yeah, I have Hulu. Um, have you ever gotten into like uh, the Hulu Dark uh, series? No, I don't think I have. Okay. Um, so basically, like since October of last year, and I think I don't know if I've told you this, Louis. Yeah, um, yeah, we we talked about it once or twice. Yeah, so they got like a whole series of since October of last year, they have a whole series of horror films, uh, horror slash suspenseful. I'll, I'll leave it at that. And um, it takes place um, all the all the movies. They call them episodes, but they're they're more like movies. But each episode quotation mark um, takes place on a specific holiday of the year. So it's like, um, uh, so it started with Halloween. So Halloween was the body, um, and it's about like uh, it's about a, a hitman who uh, killed somebody on Halloween, and then he just goes through a bunch of other shit. Um, then it has then uh, I think um, Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving was f- uh, flesh and blood, and it it all has to do with like the holidays. Um, New Year's Eve was called New Year New Year New You. Um, and then the Christmas one was really good. It was that one was called Puka. <laughs> that one was really weird, but it was really good. I, it was like it's like man, this movie's real bad. And then like it does a it does a, a big three sixty on you, and then you're just like wow, this movie's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's like a demonic toy, right? Yeah, something along those lines. Um, and it's really good. I so I I mean if you're if you got if you're on Hulu, um, I I definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. I didn't even know that was on Hulu. Like the Hulu interface is so messed up ever since they updated it that yeah, it's pretty hard to find anything on there. And it's funny because you could you if you type in Hulu Dark, it will not show up. <laughs> yeah, no. But each individual movie will show up. If you type in um, example, School Spirit, which takes place on the first day of school, um, yeah, because that's a holiday. 
Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all there. Um, uh, so that movie will show up. Um, but, I mean, they don't have anything to do with each other. But they're just, like, really cool, you know, holiday, like... Yeah, it's not an anthology. These are all separate. It's kind of like... It's like a pseudo-freaking Twilight Twilight Zone type thing going on with these horror movies. But uh, I'm hearing they're, they're pretty well written. And I haven't heard a, a single bad thing about each of them. I'm just going to have to get into one at some point. The April Fool's Day one is just called I'm Just Fucking With You. <laughs> a young man and his oh, sister. I, I, I did see that advertised on like the Who recommends, so like I never knew like a party or something. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They they uh, they need to definitely work with their um, uh, their their promotional stuff. promotional stuff because like then even if you like I said if you type in Who Dark it will not show up. But it's like a whole it's a whole series of of movies that are just like well there was you know? the there was like when it originally dropped and the trailers were coming out for it it was like really hyped for that very first. Um, that very first episode in the series, but then nothing after that. So they just expect people to just ride the train for the next few holidays. It's well, they were crazy. they were advertising Puka for a, a, a while. They were they were going hard on Puka because it looked really good. Yeah, the promotion, like the posters and stuff, looked cool because it's like this creepy looking thing with these big eyes. Yeah. So that looked cool, but they probably didn't know how to advertise for the next ones. Um. So I mean, going off of Hulu, uh, you just got into Handmaid's Tale. So tell me what you yeah. think. Yeah, so um, I randomly watched it last Friday, uh, season one, and now I'm all caught up. And it's like six episodes into the third season. Um, it's been a show that people have been telling me about. And I, like, I think the way people were describing it, so much like goes on in this show that the way people were telling me about it, like it just didn't seem interesting to me. But like, it's yeah. one of those series where every episode ends with like kind of like a cliffhanger or like, you know, what happened to this character. And like, it's super addicting. Because like, I polished it off so quickly as opposed to like other shows, like, you know, like the CW superhero shows. Yeah. Kind of like just watching them just because like a plot happens or like even some episodes, like when they're really bad and you just like lose interest. Like there was like maybe a couple of episodes of Handmaid's Tale like towards the end of season two where what they did was kind of like aggravating but it wasn't to the point where I was like I'm bored of this show it was kind of just like I, I wanted it to happen a different way right like I love I love like the way the show is set up like it's a very um, it's very extreme like what they do with it like because it's a whole um, basically America has a civil war with itself and it's this um, sect called Gilead who is very uh, super religious they warp religion and they think that their views are what's best for America, and they take over. They go after all the uh, main points of government, the White House, the armies, and everything, and they become basically uh, the new America. There's a couple of states in America that are still tied to the United States, but for, like, for the most part, it's all under this new site called Gilead. And Canada is their... Uh, What's that like? Canada is a safe haven for refugees from what was once known uh, as the United States. So it's just kind of like all these like warped things of what they do to these women and like all the rules. And I like the show because they show uh, what happens before America got taken over by this new sect. And what I like is that it's very realistic. Not not only in like what uh, the subject matter, but just like the acting is superb, and also 
is that like there's no holding back like the language i mean it is a very mature rated show like it's just from like what you see happen to these women they have the handmade uh the language that they use but i mean it is just done so well like, everything is shot really well like the music is very engrossing and it's it's just like a wild ride and it's very relevant to like stuff that happens today it's just like you, you see like all these people you know thinking they're better than somebody else like their way the right way and I mean, it's an extreme of what could happen, but it's not like, you know, a zombie outbreak happens and, like, there's, like, 30 people left on Earth or something like that. I mean, it, it's... Yeah, because it it's, like it's like a dystopian future. I, I, I couldn't tell what the timeline was because I haven't watched it. It's Yeah, but it's, it's I, present timeline. Um, it Basically, it's like if, uh, if R. Kelly came, became present. Yeah, it's basically I have like... I to watch this. Like, <laughs> crazy people... Who are like, you know, like when a mass shooting happens, they're like, oh, that was God's will. It's like, imagine if all oh, those God. people took over America. And yeah. that's pretty much the handmaid's tale. That's nuts, man. And that's it's kind of. What's. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say for like the, the book came out in 1985, right? That's that's a pretty old book yeah. for it to be so relevant now, yeah. Yeah, I've never read the book. I know, like, I've been reading up on it, looked down, I'm all caught up, and they said that the first season of the show pretty much covered everything in the book. Yeah. So, from season two on, like, it's now the um, writers for the show, like, doing their own thing. Um, and I, I gotta say, like, if somebody who's never read the book, like, I think for the most part, like, they're doing a really um, good job, like, just continuing the story. I mean, there's a certain points where you're just like, uh, I don't see, like, why this character reacted a certain way. Like, there is one character, uh, I can't pronounce the actress' last name, but her name is Yvonne. She played Miranda on Mass Effect 2, and she is just, like, stone-cold villain, and there's parts where they try to, like, sympathize, and I'm like, no, she's done Trump's best up thing. They try to Cersei her ass? Yeah, and now they, like, try to, like, give you, like, like she's got to try to do vanity, but I'm like, just because she's crying and, like, emotional about one thing does not wash away, like, all of the atrocities that she did beforehand. So, like, certain things like that kind of, like, pull me out a little bit, but then the show brings you right back to, like, all the other character motivations and, like, just crazy scenarios. So, I, I think, like, it, I, I think it's a very good show, like, if you just want something different and, like, something really quick to watch that won't, like, you know, bog you down and get, you'll get bored of it really quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I did a I did a full dive because we right after Game of Thrones we were so taken aback we didn't know what to dive into because we didn't want to get betrayed again so we started watching Krypton. I don't know if I made uh, a good choice yet or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, uh, it sounds it sounds like something I can get into, especially when shows like this are shot so well and it's obvious that they have faith in it when they're putting so much into the production. You know, I I can get into a show that looks this good, especially the story. Yeah, the cinematography is like so good and it's. I love how they don't, like, they definitely go back and they kind of explain, like, how Gilead kind of took over the United States, but they do it in a way that's just, like, that makes so much more sense. Like, they show you, like, how it fell economically, like, how, you know, how each leader fell and things like that, and how, just, like, it just makes sense on, like, wow, that actually, you know, if there was enough people to actually do that, that could actually happen, you know? A shot in the trailer showed her, like, leaving her office building with her stuff. Yeah, like it's obviously things yeah. falling apart. So I'm like, yeah, oh, shit. And then that boss was like, yeah, no, it's the law. You guys uh, can't work here anymore. Like that sucks. It's the new law now. It's it's written. Yeah, yeah, it's there's crazy. A, there's like a very messed up scene that uh, spins off of that little small spoiler. But there is uh, a couple 
and they are uh, two women who want to be a couple. They have a son, and they go to. They're trying to get into Canada because it's a safe haven. And one of the guards for the new government, he's still like adapting to the laws, and he's just like, "Yeah, your paperwork doesn't clear. You have to be married." And she pulls out her marriage certificate and like, "Yeah, well, we are married." So he's like, "Oh yeah, no, it, it, you guys are fine. Just go to my superior over there." And they'll let you in. And the, the woman slides her marriage certificate, and she's like, yo, like, we're married. We qualify to get into Canada. And he just throws the thing back at her, and he's like, yeah, that's the old law. This is the new law. And that valid marriage is invalid. Like, you cannot yeah. go. He's like, well, one of you can go. And yeah. they're like, who gave a natural birth to this kid? And it is uh, the woman's wife. And she's like, oh. and the guy's like, yeah, well, since she's the natural mother to this natural kid, they can go in Canada, but you're no employed now, so you have to stay here under the law. Wow. Yeah, and I guess it does have to do with, like, they have, like, a... They try to, like, lighten what Gilead has done for the world because, like, I guess, like, the the whole world is having trouble, like, making new babies because of the amount of pollution and, and greenhouses, gases, and such like that. So they try to, like, undertone that with, like... You know, like, hey, we're we're super green, you know, and and you know they with that's basically what the handmaids are is that they're women that are able to give birth. Yeah. So they they force them to just keep the population going. Basically, yeah, like, they're hey, like that. Gotta make the another core kid. source of like the population. So I mean, it's kind of like you gotta like watch and and see, but yeah. it's definitely something that you can I'd recommend. But it's it sounds nuts, man. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna watch tonight. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a, a look. See. All right, Tristan. Uh, so we do this um, with uh, with guest stars. We do this thing uh, where we just ask you a bunch of questions just to kind of like get to know you a little bit. You know, get to know you a little bit better. And um, they're all just kind of random questions that are just out of this book I have. And, um, what did we say? Like three nahs? Yeah, like, there used to be five, but now you get like three nahs. So you hear a question, you don't particularly think you want to, you know, put an answer out there for it. You'd be like, nah, man. And you get three of those, but, uh, he's just going to rapid fire a few for you. Okay. All right. And uh, I'll just kind of like filter the question. Not going to be like, so like, you know, what's your uh, mother's maiden name? You know, I'm not gonna... Yeah. Very short, open-ended. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh... Who uh, who can you be yourself around? Um, oh, that's a good question. I would say definitely. Well, I, I would say like definitely you, Edwin, uh, my brother. Like I, I guess people who are like not judgmental and are just like you know just real chill. Like I can be myself around those types of people. I'm like very, you know, like it's just like people who I can tell right up the bat. Who are going to be, you know, kind of problematic or like their ways. The one way, like most people are just like, all right, I kind of done with you. Yeah, yeah. Solid. I, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel like I can be myself around my girlfriend and, and some of my close friends, you know. Um, what about yourself? Me? Uh, I'm pretty comfortable around anyone until. Something something doesn't feel right. You know it feels like until uh, someone's offended. If I can't reveal yeah. a nipple to you, and you know, like I don't, I'll I'll go there. But if if it's not a, if it's not a thing you'll accept, 
my bare nipples. If you don't want to accept that, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of a deal breaker. Line, yeah. yeah. Um, have you ever spied on anyone's social media? That's a good um, question. Not like a creepy spy, but more kind of like if I'm talking to somebody in a group and like you know they give an answer about like a topic or something that you know we're talking back and forth, I might just creep in and be like, oh, like what else is this person like? But never like you know stalkerish, like oh then it's so hot. I'm just like trying to find everything about her and be like a stalker and like, but like, oh yeah, like, I saw you like this thing. Like well, I like it too. <laughs> just bring it up in like normal conversation yeah exactly yeah so i saw that you were uh you were um you know sailing with your uh mother-in-law how was that like what like what we never had this conversation like, yeah, like, how, how'd you know that like we had that conversation like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, cover blown. yeah gotta go or the worst is like <laughs> or the worst is like when they like uh when they when they post up some, when you like post up a photo of something, and then someone in real life like comments to you, like in they won't person, comment on the on the they app. won't comment on the thing, but they'll comment to you in real life. I find that the weirdest thing. Like it is weird. Like why are you? T- <laughs> so why are you actually socializing? When, yeah. When this happened on social media, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, uh, like the spin off of that, I I hate weird like things coming about like. What makes you uh? What makes you feel un- unstoppable? Um, I'm gonna have to get this my first knock. I gotta like think about that. That's gonna be way too long of an offer for us. So <laughs> that. Oh, you had one. What, right. makes, what makes you feel invincible? Uh, what is that? Unstoppable? Un- is that what it said? Uh, unstoppable. Yeah. Um, some some mead. Some, sometimes <laughs> no, that's actually true. Sometimes like when I when I feel a little tipsy, I feel like I can just punch anything. That's not good. <laughs> I feel like I, well, I've never had, but like I feel like uh, I do feel like uh, yo man, I can just I can just take bullets. You can see down the road, <laughs> and you know that's what it looks like. Like uh, like uh, I, like, there's been times where I've like you know if you know if you feel like a little bit more more tipsy than I'd like to be, and I feel like I should probably fight that guy. Jesus Christ. I could probably fight that guy. Yeah, yeah. My hands are made of steel. Yeah. Me, I don't... What about you? I don't like to sound like that guy, but I don't ever feel... Like, you could stop me right now. I'd try to get up, and if you gave me a slight push, you'd probably stop me. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you describe your sarcasm? Uh, my, my sarcasm is basically life. Like, I think I'm super sarcastic. And I gotta like watch myself around people who don't know me because like I, I mean Edward, you 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 know how I could be like I could be super sarcastic to the point where it's like if you didn't know I, I would be sarcastic it's kind of off putting and like I I'll, I can curse people <laughs> like constantly and I was like yo my best friend and I was like yo this is my best friend and I was like well why are you just gonna drink them like nah we're like we know each other so like don't worry about it like an outsider looking in it's like damn like this guy is just like not friendly at all like this not guy's giving other people like... tans and shit yeah <laughs> I mean when we used to hung out a lot I mean like you said like the outside looking in you'd, you'd think that like we hated each other's guts <laughs> you would think that 
I like mean, I like sharp, accurate sarcasm. That's a good kind. Oh man, um, what's your favorite amusement park ride? Uh, it is a toss up between two. Though for at Disney World, it's definitely the Haunted Mansion. At uh, Universal Studios, it is the Hog Hogwarts Harry Potter ride. Okay. Uh, yeah, for the Haunted Mansion, I would say just because I'm a guitar fan and like just the atmosphere in that ride and the stuff they pull off, like I just love the hell out of it. And then yeah. for the Harry Potter ride, it's just like it's like the stuff that they pull off in that ride is so well done. Like even though like waiting in line for that ride is amazing, just because like all the different oh, Harry gosh. Potter references oh, yeah. that they have through that, and then like when you get on the ride, like the ride is super long. Like you would think like it would be like very quick and you're off but I mean when I did it like you're just going through like scenes from the movie like or just like random things that you're fun to make the ride and like it is just crazy like I don't know if you guys are like big Harry Potter fans or, or not but they have these things called uh, Dementors which they uh, suck the soul out of you and in the ride huh. they have the Dementor which looks like kind of like a Grim Reaper type thing and they have uh, a little light where their mouth is to suck your soul out and you see like your reflection and going into like this wind tunnel like I don't know how they pull off the effect but it looks like it's actually sucking you in to like basically this prop and I mean it just keeps going and going and going and I don't think like anything on that ride was like tacky or anything and it's just surprising like how much effort they put into it yeah that's nuts I mean those rides I mean that's like that's not even a ride that's like an experience you know like when yeah, I, exactly. when, all all the rides in 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 Disney World in general are just like an experience, like because you're you're not you're you're standing in line for an experience. I mean, if you compare it to like Six Flags, it's like you know you go up and down, whatever. Yeah. Like they give you like at Disney World, they give you like, hey, this is who you are in this world. <laughs> you know, like they tell you like you're an actor now. Yeah. Enjoy this ride. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, my for me the my favorite ride is the um is the uh, the the mansion, uh, not the mansion, um, the elevator, Tower of Terror. Oh, the Tower of Terror, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's Good that's part. my favorite ride because it's just I do love the Twilight Zone. I because I, I just love the 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 show in general, and the yeah. it makes you like feel like you're you know you're really like in that elevator like it just like going back to my main point that it's like an experience you know. Uh, what's good about that ride too is it's random like you're never getting off the same floor you've seen the same thing over and over so like that's a like great point of it like you can do that ride multiple times and always get a new experience right I've never experienced any of those fantastical rides I have seen like pictures and videos of like Star Wars like that whole setup they have was that Disney World yeah yeah that looks fantastic I want to go to that uh do you think uh, Bigfoot is real do you think, <laughs> that sounds like a no. Do you think uh, Do you think Bigfoot's real? Oh no! I didn't hear what you said. Um, I see. I don't know about Bigfoot, but you never know. You never know what's out there. I mean, the same thing I say about the sea. Like you don't know what's under there. Like we haven't explored everything that's out there. So I mean, it could be, but obviously there's no substantial proof yet. Cause it's only like these PF documentaries that are grainy as hell. Like it's 2019, and you have a camera that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I feel the same way with like uh, with with aliens. <laughs> oh my god! You know, like I, 
I feel like uh, they would have visited us by now. Why? We haven't visited them. I know, but like, I feel like, I don't know, it's weird. Like, I feel like uh, they would have visited us by now. And um, I don't think we impressed them. Probably. <laughs> They've probably seen that we tried and have failed so many they're times. Like, oh they just turned God. back. Like, these guys are, they're kids. These guys are fucking, they're we'll kids. come back in another billion years. Yeah, and Malone, yeah. A bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> Are they still drilling for oil? Jesus Christ. Jesus. These Christ. idiots here. Get that. We don't got to probe them for anything. Yeah. We got all we need. Where's, it, where's your space technology, bunch of bitches? <laughs> are you, you guys' cars are still on the ground. You guys' cars That's are it. still on the ground. What the hell, man? Like I'm out of here. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, I think that there's bacteria out there. But, I mean, going back to your main point, like, people that like those like those footage of, like, aliens, people saying, like, aliens, and things like that, like, why is your camera shitty? Like, right. <laughs> like um, you know, like why can't you just get like good HD camera? Like we all got phones. Like why don't you record it on your phone? Like why is right. all your film just like? Why did you record? I saw an alien and I uh, I I recorded it on my eight millimeter camera. Yeah, why <laughs> it doesn't have sound on it. But, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, last question here. What's your favorite sandwich? Um, my favorite sandwich is definitely peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Nice poor man sandwich. Keep it simple. Poor man sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, steak and cheese. Steak and cheese. A little steak and cheese with some peppers. Not a Philly steak and cheese, just a regular steak oh, and cheese. Philly steak and cheese is real good. The steak and cheese in general. And a lot of people are going to, I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this, but uh, D'Angelo's steak and cheese sandwiches are real good. Those are like, Amazing sandwiches, and everybody's like, "That's the trash sandwich." Yeah, <laughs> everyone says that, but it's like so good. Like I don't know why it's so good. Any place that skims out on the actual ingredients in the sandwich to the point where it doesn't look like the picture that they're at, I don't want it. I don't want it. Too much bread on D'Angelo sandwiches. No thanks, bro. Yeah. I don't have a favorite sandwich. I'll eat them all. Yeah, yeah. My favorite sandwich is pizza. That's my favorite sandwich. Just fold it up. Right. <laughs> um. All right, I mean, um, so uh, E3, uh, you're a big gamer. I know that. Uh, so got some stuff to talk about. You got some stuff to talk about. Uh, what, what was like, what was your, what got you the reaction of like, holy shit, yeah. like, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing this. What was your big takeaway? Yeah. Um, uh, my my big holy shit moment was uh, definitely Banjo Kazooie and Smash. Like, I was pretty much yeah. like, given that he might have been in that, just because like Microsoft Nintendo was going. Like, really buddy buddy in the last few years like my foot dropped a lot of games on Nintendo systems but I was just like yo we need that reveal and I didn't get to see the reveal live so I had to like sneak it while I was working and uh what's that like the video starts very similar to another video they showed and I was just like what the hell is this like I thought it was fake because I just saw it randomly on YouTube I thought it was and I was like no this is like a video we already saw before and then there was like a fight Difference. I was like, okay, maybe this is new. Yeah. And then, like, when they revealed it, I was just like, holy shit, like, I lost my mind because I love Banjo Kazooie. Like, I played that on the uh, N64. I think it's better than Super Mario 64. So, like, to have that character finally in the game, long overdue. Yeah. I was, I was legitimately, like, upset when they showed Duck Hunt instead of actual Banjo because I thought I was like, you did not troll us. This is not a thing. Like, that's, <laughs> I was so mad. Uh, for me, what blew my mind was um, I was really looking forward to the uh, Gears of War pop figure mobile game. Jesus Christ, I think. <laughs> Here I am talking about trolls and stuff. <laughs> this starts. 
Oh, dude, like, who are they making that game for? Who's your audience? That's, uh... Who's, who's like, you know what? We need pop figures. We need Gears. Gears, specifically. Like, it would make more sense. It would make more sense to be like, hey, Gears, uh, uh, Avenger. That would make more sense. Gears, no, uh, no, no, uh, uh, pop figure Avengers. That would make more sense. That's like, that's like, uh... Because you got, like, little kids that are like, oh, shit, like... That's like Hideous Kojima opening a restaurant for just cupcakes. That's how random it is. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Uh, I was excited for Gears 5. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. I took a lot of notes because I had a... My excitement for like E3 kind of wore off because that's what usually happens after E3. Because we all know it, all that footage is most likely not what we're getting. But Yeah, that and like you you start like uh, looking at your bank account. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> and <then> we're... <laughs> And then you're like, ah, oh, shit, I, I can't get half of these games. I'm still trying to work on the games I was trying to get last year. Like, sweet I'm looking for sales right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm. But uh, a, a couple of things, like, uh, everyone wants to get into Cyberpunk. Um, everyone's obviously excited about that, so I don't want to talk about that. But Yeah. Wow, we actually didn't add it on our list here. Either. Yeah, because it's been, been talked talking about, about dead it, horses. That's yeah. That one's beaten. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. I don't care. It's like we we get it. It's gonna be great. But uh, what was the other one? Uh, Avengers, the Square Enix, uh, Eidos Montreal Avengers. Oh my God, dude! Did you did you look at? No, I'm I'm not I'm not saying I'm excited. I'm saying like, what did you think? Because I <laughs> I will get I'll roast this game. <laughs> no, let's roast. Yeah, I was so amped for that game, but like when they were. Like they announced it like what two three years ago, and they were like after Spider Man, I was just like okay, like this Marvel game universe is gonna be like really really good. Yeah. And they show this non gameplay trailer, and the character models were just so bad looking, and I was just oh like, God, are, you, are you kidding me? Like after right, let's, let's so we got we got reins to roast this game. All right, let's All do right. it. How did you butcher Captain America? How do you butcher right. Captain America? And I'm like, after uh, after all these years it being next gen, I'm like, how the graphics, well, just from the cutscenes anyway, look way worse than like Arc of Night that's been out way longer <laughs> this game. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell happened here? But I don't know. Like, I I mean, it's probably like, something I'll still play down the line, but it's not like based on what I saw. It's not something I'm like, I'll run out and go get you know day like, one. Look at Thor. Like the 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 characters look unrecognizable. Like. I don't know, like, it's it's so bad, like, um, Scarlet, uh, Black, uh, Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow looks like she wants to speak to your manager. Yeah, she's looking like a Karen. Yeah, yeah she's looking real bad. The, uh, the original Injustice, like how terrible that Wonder Woman model was. But, like, oh, yeah. That's what it looked like. Like, it just looked like they took, like, a male model uh, character... They're like, okay, we'll make the hair long and, you know, yeah. the cheekbones and then bam, there you go, you've got a female character. Boom, female like, character. <laughs> I mean, the only the only thing that's taken, like, the, taking the attention away from Black Widow is how terrible Thor looks, man. Uh, the, oh, man, they butchered his armor so bad. You said Injustice 1, right? I gotta refresh my memory on this Wonder Woman. Yeah, Injustice 1, like, she just, I guess, did not look. They were trying to like make a feminine woman, but also make her look strong, and like, they couldn't figure out how to do 
once and he was like, oh, well, here's half and half. And, you know, like, it just they couldn't find the balance. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It looks, yeah, she, her head is like wicked small. Why is her head so small? Good God. I, I'm just glad they fixed it in the second game. Like, the second game, I was like, okay, there's, and I was like, I don't understand like, how they messed it up, but the cartoon in the Justice League was a perfect balance of having her be sensitive but strong. So I'm like, you think they would go with that? It's like, no, you gotta figure just a little too, uh, too much on their strong side. Yeah, I mean, um, because they announced that it's it's single player, right? Yeah, it's looking or, like... Uh, what did I do? Yeah. I mean, it looks so bad. Captain America, Captain America looks like uh, he looks like an up and up brand of Captain America. Yeah, he looks like the 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 off brand Captain America. They said Crystal Dynamics, and I didn't give it a second thought. Man, I was so excited. Like the uh, like not even not even being all right. So not to completely roast it, the gameplay like I don't know if it was gameplay where they show Iron Man kind of like flying through the air and there's rockets missing him. Yeah, that looks good. But like everything else, just looks so bad. Taskmaster looks like a like a DLC costume between Assassin's Creed and, and Army of Two. Yeah, like it looks so bad. I can't. All right, I think I'm done. I think I'm I'm done shitting on this Avengers game. I mean, look if you look back to the Ultimate Alliance, like one, you know when they do the cinematic trailer, like the right, cinematic, they look way better. Oh my god. When did that game came out? That's like, look, that looks like what this could have been. Like uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 or something. Oh my god. Remember that? Remember back in the day when you were playing a game like Tekken or something and then the cutscenes looked so great. You're like, why doesn't it look like this? Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. That's the reverse with this. Where the cutscenes look terrible and I'm hoping the game looks like 10 times better. Like this. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, boy. man. I mean... Maybe they'll take it back to... Iron Man looks like the stunt devil of Iron Man. Like, they look like they put the stunt devil in, and they just... Oh, man, it just looks so freaking bad. Back to formula? That's what they need to do. They need to take it back to formula. Um, I mean, as, as, as far as, like, E3, I think the thing I was most excited for was uh, Elden Ring. Uh, we don't have to get into that. What was, what was yours? Um... I was really what the biggest takeaway for me was uh, was um, for me Cyberpunk and and Doom even though I already knew about it but like a lot of Bethesda games off all of a sudden yeah I mean Doom's Doom's real good I'm excited to play Doom and um, the Blair Witch Project looks like it's like PT with like Outlast yeah so, yeah uh, Outlast is the camera. Huh? The Blair Witch, the Blair Witch like trailer pissed me off because since it was at the Microsoft thing, I thought it was uh, Alan Wake. They just a white guy with a flashlight. Oh, oh yeah, I thought that was like, too. Oh man, Alan Wake comes in, <laughs> and then they showed before they showed the logo reveal, they showed like that uh, demon thing in the corner, and I was like, don't tell me this is a damn Blair Witch game. Then they did the logo, and I was like, all right, well, not getting that game. Really. No. Did you like the Blair yeah, Witch I, games? I, the the no, Blair Witch movies? I, I thought the Blair Witch movie is super overrated. I, like I, what? I, wow. I, I think just because back in the day, like found footage movies weren't as prevalent as they are now, where people were like, oh my god, this movie's so scary. Like I found that movie boring until the first time I watched it. I watched it again years later to be like, all right, maybe I'm too hard. I was younger, 
And I'm like, no, this movie still bored the hell out of me. Like, I don't understand why people are like, this is one of the scariest movies ever made. I'm like, nothing happens in this movie. Well, it's because there's a, there's a lot of controversy around it, whether it was like people legitimately second-guessing if it was real or not. Because no one yeah. had done found footage like that before, you know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I hear that, man. Yeah, maybe it is a little overhyped, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm excited because it, it reminds me of Outlast, and I like the first Outlast. I never played the second one because I heard it was terrible. I heard it was garbage, too, yeah. Yeah, I heard it was terrible. Um, but I like the first Outlast because I like that, that, like, you can't, like, attack. You have that, like, that hopeless feeling. Right. <laughs> so I like that hopeless <laughs> feeling where it's like, oh, shit, I got to run and hide, like, you know. There's a lot of games that don't give you that feeling like, oh, man, I really can't do much in this game where I'm supposed to beat this. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's why I hate Outlast, and I and I hate games like that where you can't like fight back. I and mean, I'm not saying like Resident Evil style talking about rocket launchers at people, but I'm like, yeah, this guy is just a reporter in like the asylum for Outlast. But I'm like, you tell me that if something grabs you, you're gonna be like, all right, well, I'm just gonna die now. Like you wouldn't even try to struggle. I'm like, that's not realistic to me. I'm like, if some big guy grabs me, it's like, yeah, he might just choke me with one hand, but I'm gonna at least try to push him off. That's just like, yeah. I don't know, Tristan, man. I mean, if, I, I think you're, I think you're just, uh, I think, I think you're dead though. If that big guy gets you, I mean, I mean, he's I don't like, even think that you can push him off. I, is, I think that's why it's accurate. He was so brave, just like scratching his junk on the other side of the of the of the, of the prison. There, he's just like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, he's scratching his. Nuts. I just, I love the Alex. It was so just, it was just like every fucked up thing you can possibly think of was like in that game. It's just so weird. This is a weird game, but it was fun. Um, and uh, let me see. Uh, final, we got some more details on Final Fantasy. Uh, what you what you what you think about Final Fantasy Seven? Well, Final Fantasy Seven was like it's my favorite game of all time. So the remake, I'm like I got high expectations for. The only thing I'm not liking about like, the announcement is that. I mean, they've made this known for like years now, but it's episodic, and I'm just like, okay, so I'm paying sixty dollars to basically do the whole guard scenario, and then it's just like, when's the next episode gonna be made? And then like Square is saying that each episode is gonna have enough content in it as a full release game. Okay. So I'm like, how many episodes are there gonna be? Like, if there's seven episodes, you times that by sixty. Like, I'm really gonna pay like this much. I mean, of course, man, it's my favorite game. I'm really going to pay like this much just because, you know, they're splitting it up that way. And, like, that's, like, the only thing I don't like. But, like, the graphics, the combat. It looks so me. good. Yeah. And especially, like, I like, okay, I heard people, like, oh, I don't like the changes they're doing. But I, I like the fact that they're doing changes. Because, like, just like the Resident Evil 2 remake, like, you don't want to play the same exact game with just better graphics. Because, like, you're going to know everything. You're more likely to put it down and everything, yeah. Did you yeah, Did you ever get Resident Evil 2? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Oh, okay. How was your Mr. X moment? Was that fun? Yeah, that, that, that was uh, that, that was a little interesting because I was just like, right, what, what the hell do I do now? I mean, I knew you couldn't kill him, but I was just like, now I got to like pick up my feet, run, pass him, or go to another room and circle around, like, trying to hold you down. <laughs> there, there's a lot of times where like, I wouldn't hear the theme music, and like I'd open the door, and like, I'd run right into it, and like, punch me back out. So like, it was... It's fun trial and error, but like once you get him down, like it's pattern, like it's more manageable. Yeah, I think that the, the I think my main attraction for the for the new Final Fantasy was like like the fighting system, like they put like uh, actual real time action plus 
a little bit of like the more older RPG elements from the original game, like blending those, like however they did it, they said that it, it looks good from like the gameplay trailer, like whatever they showed at E3. Yeah. Looked smooth. Like they had, they had, they had cloud fighting and then the camera shift. Um, I can't remember the other character's name, the big guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you can see the menu items, like what he can do for attacks underneath and health bars on the enemy. So I was like, however they do that, uh, it looks smooth. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying that. So that's your Final Fantasy is your favorite game of all time? Yeah, Final Fantasy 7. I thought it'd be like uh, Resident Evil 4 <laughs> since you've, you've <laughs> bought it like a million times. Yeah, the Resident Evil 4 was like on, on almost every console. I, I even had it when it was briefly on the iPhone. Like I had the iPhone for it, so... Oh wow, it's understandable though. Yeah. That's probably one of the better ones. That's like, yeah, I played it on GameCube. That was the first time I played it. Oh my god, I love uh, that you game. know, what's funny. It's like I had that game on so many systems, and I never played it on the original. I never played it on GameCube. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, we'll we'll get you that uh, for Christmas or something. <laughs> um, what about you? Like, what's your what's your favorite game of all time? My favorite game of all time. I mean, I like the Uncharted series. Like, the first one really blew me away. Because I remember uh, reading about it in a Game Informer. I was like, this game actually looks really exciting. And then I, I finally played it, like, two years later. And I remember, I don't know, I fell in love with it. Like, the fact that I spent, like, 10, 20 minutes just walking in and out of the water in the beginning of the game. Just seeing his clothes dry up. Yeah. And then walk back into the water, come out, and see his clothes dry again. I was like, this is wild. Yeah. Like, his shirt getting wrinkly when he moves. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. What do they do? I'm controlling a human being. You look at it back. Look back at it now. It probably looks really stupid. No, I mean I recently played them, um, the Uncharted series, and well, they, that was a remastered one. And I'm sure the one you played was on PS3, right? Yeah. 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 Mine is um, mine's Metal Gear Solid One. Just because like such a great game, you know. The very first one. The first one. Not Metal Gear, yeah. but Metal Gear Solid. Like, yeah, yeah. So. I never played that one all the way through. Like, the only one I ever yeah, played, no. I, I played the remake on GameCube and beat that. But I never beat the PlayStation one. Oh, okay. my, my first. Did you put your controller through? in port two? <laughs> for yeah, screaming they, mantis. They do, yeah, they just do like a Nintendo references for uh, Psycho Mantis or the GameCube one. Okay. Yeah, the first one I played straight through was uh, was Guns of the Patriots. That was my first straight playthrough to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that one had way too much cutscenes. and It was fun, though. Know. It was interesting. Yeah, it was a fun game, but it had a lot. Of, had a lot. Uh, and I guess the last thing we can kind of squeeze in here is uh, Animal Crossing. Let's all be let's... angry at that. Huh? So let's all be angry at that. Unless you guys don't care. I mean, I've never played an Animal Crossing game. Yeah, Animal Crossing is good. It's a good, like, you know, kind of a time waster. I, I feel really bad for Animal Crossing being moved because it was originally coming out with no competition, and now it's coming out the same day as Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I'm like, mm. Mm. you so, put a lot of faith in this series. Yeah, I mean... Is that is that the drama behind it? Is that it's coming out on the same day as Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, it's the same exact day that they moved it to now. So they're, now they're pulling a Titanfall too. Yeah, idiots. Yeah. 
I mean, you're just opening up all the wounds. Like, you got to prep me for this. If you, tell, if you didn't... Well, you're the one that wrote it on the sheet. I wrote it on the sheet. You wanted, you you wanted, we have the layout here. You're the one that wrote it on the sheet so we can talk about it. I, was like, I don't know what... I don't know the drama behind Animal you're Crossing. Da- you're downloading the app so you can at least play the mobile game. That's what you're Oh, the mobile game? Yeah. Like, uh, and then the Diablo mobile game. You got to download that. Oh, God. I'd rather... I think that's what... If I... if. You know, if there was a hell, I think they'd be my my hell would be playing mobile games. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tristan. Well, we're we're coming up on the end of this. If, there, if there's anything you want to plug, if you want to tell the people about your YouTube channel, now's the time to do it. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm trying to build a YouTube channel later on tonight. It is Tales from the Trist. That's T R I S T. That is a joke. Trist. Name. That's awesome. That is so good. That's so amazing. That's great. Yeah. Like, I honestly thought of the idea of somebody, like, I even think about, like, naming it, like, stupidly, and somebody's like, oh, what's your name in it? And I was like, I don't know, what, uh, Tales from the Church or something? And they're like, oh, that's an amazing name. Like, Enough oh, of the bad. All right, like, I, I guess that's what it is. So, like, I changed my Instagram to that, and uh, I made the channel already. So, I have three videos. Um, one is the intro, one is uh, the new Child's Play review, 